Welcome to Successful Aging, the podcast designed to introduce you to industry professionals who will share information and resources related to aging. I'm your host, Judy Porter, the Development Director from the Nashua Senior Activities Center. Let's get started. We'd like to welcome Jamie Thurston to our Successful Aging podcast today. Jamie Thurston is the Chief Development Officer for Home Instead Senior Care, located in both Nashua and Portsmouth. And she's here to tell us all about the different types of home care services that are available to people today, because many of our listeners uh, are not aware that there are different levels of home care. So welcome, Jamie. Hi, Judy. I'm sorry. I have some technical difficulties. I'm back. I apologize. It froze and kicked me out, but let's move on. Well, as our listeners probably know, technology uh, can be a little challenging at times. <laughs> so welcome to our Successful Aging podcast. And I know that you have been in senior services for many years and your wealth of information so would you please tell our listeners, what are the different types of home care that are available to them? Sure, there's private duty home care, and that's when you pay, pay privately for services. There is um, insurance is covered by home health, such as Medicare, if you've had a hospitalization. There are also home care services covered by Medicaid or CFI, which is Citizens for Independence. Um, and as far as the levels of care, there's home helper services, meaning you might need help with driving to the grocery store, doctor's appointments, light housekeeping, people to help make meals, do laundry. Um, and then the next level is um, helping with medication reminders, queuing, safety awareness if your loved one has memory impairment, or safety with transfers um, for fall prevention. And then the highest acuity is really medical home care when your loved one might need help with medications being administered, whether it's orally or their diabetes, they need insulin, things of that nature. So there's medical, non-medical, and then really home helper services. And again, as far as how you can get that covered, there's private funds. If you have long-term care insurance, sometimes that will reimburse you for your services. There are also ways to pay through the VA um, and the VA is quite tricky. So if you are a veteran and you are looking for home care, um, a good resource is always to start with ServiceLink um, and they can get you connected to the right department at the VA if you're looking for coverage for home care through the VA. So if, if the level of home care that I'm looking for for a loved one uh, might be covered by Medicare or Medicaid, is that a conversation that I would need to have to begin with, with Medicare and Medicaid, or, or, or is there, uh, or would the home care agency be able to guide me through that? So Medicare and Medicaid are separate. So if Medicare were to cover home care services, typically that would go through a visiting nurse's 
agency, what they refer to as VNA. So if you have had a recent change in medical condition, um, you can contact your primary care doctor. Um, and if they think you are appropriate, they will then make a referral to a VNA, visiting nurse agency. And they, at that point, would come out, do an evaluation. Um, and if they deem appropriate, then they can submit to Medicare and you can have some home care services covered by Medicare. Typically to have Medicare cover home care, the LNA under Medicare usually can help with um, your, what I call the wash-up routine, um, bathing, dressing, and toileting for usually a small period, uh, sometimes a couple times a week. So to get Medicare to cover, you really have to have a medical change in condition. And that would go through the visiting nurses agency, which if, um, would either be through a primary care doctor or if you had a recent hospitalization, oftentimes your social worker or case manager would help set that up uh, for you at home. Now, Medicaid um, or CFI, Citizens for Independence, you do not necessarily have to have a medical change in condition. Um, you do need to make sure that the home cares accept it. Um, and that's a little tricky. Some home cares accept private funds and Medicaid. Um, and as far as Medicaid, I do know right now, um, a lot of clients, what they do is they contact ServiceLink as a first resource and say, can you please provide me with a list of home cares that accept CFI? Um, okay, so that would save uh, family members a lot of time if they start yeah. with ServiceLink rather than yeah just calling a million home cares to find out they would have that list. Correct. So, you know, particularly during the pandemic, uh, I know the home care agencies have had lots of challenges as have everyone. And you wanted to be sure that everyone was safe, but you yes. certainly are still offering those services because people need, I would assume that even more people uh, need home care services now because they may not be going out as much. Correct. And unfortunately, in New Hampshire, we are the highest in the country for people acquiring COVID in long-term care facilities. Um, so because of that um, unfortunate statistic, uh, home care right now in New Hampshire is booming. People have the fear of going to facilities. Although I am happy to say the vaccinate, vaccines are getting out there. So hopefully um, that will be going to our past. Um, but um, in part because of fear of going to facilities and rehabs, acquiring things like COVID, home care in the state of New Hampshire has really, um, the demand has increased tenfold. Now, because we are professionals, um, certainly at home instead, we make sure all of our caregivers have appropriate PPEs or personal protective equipment um, when they come to the home. You know, when the pandemic initially started, we were very fortunate in New Hampshire, towns got together and people were making masks because we couldn't even order the mask. You know, things are very different now. So if you've had a fear of having home care, please know that um, the equipment is more available. We have our caregivers now are wearing either KN95s or they have custom fitted N95s for their faces. Um, and certainly even for your own personal use, you can get uh, surgical masks even at the grocery store or gas station. Um, so as far as the PPEs, We've always had it in place, but now it's even more accessible. So if you've had fear of having people in your home, please um, don't let that deter you because I'll tell you what, um, <laughs> a fall and a broken hip is gonna take a lot longer to recover, you know, than having us come in once a week and help you with a wash-up routine or take you to the store. Um, so home, and, home care really is about helping you maintain your independence at home. 
whether it's for bathing and dressing, whether it's a loved one with memory impairment, or whether it's my laundry is in the basement and carrying a basket up and down when I use a walker is just not practical. Um, so whatever your needs are, where home care is here to help you be successful at home. And again, we can do as much or as little as you're comfortable. <clears throat> So another valid reason for why a family would want to get that list from ServiceLink is it's my understanding that within the state of New Hampshire, home care agencies do need to be licensed. And by licensing a home care agency, there are certain requirements that need to be met. I know that Home Instead uh, does an absolutely wonderful job of checking the backgrounds of the caregivers and making sure that everyone they're sending to someone's house is safe to be there. Correct. So family members will wanna be sure they're dealing with a licensed agency and it's a very valid reason to get that list uh, and, and do your due diligence and make sure that the agency that you're dealing with is licensed. I'm not saying that they're not a lot of um, great other ways to find a caregiver, but this way, you know, that the agency that you're dealing with is licensed and they've done their due diligence in checking uh, the backgrounds of caregivers to make sure that they're safe to be in the household. Uh, yes, if you are looking for agents, you wanna make sure they are licensed and bonded. Um, not all of them are. Uh, certainly Home Instead, we've been around 18 years. We've never sued anybody. We've never been sued. We are professionals. We are, this is what we do when we are experts at it. Um, as far as the background, that is another question you want to ask. At Home Instead, we do a background in all 50 states, sex offender, elder abuse, criminal record, drug testing. We do that prior to hire. It's also done randomly throughout your employment. Um, and that's important because some home cares, I know they may just check New Hampshire or New England, um, but you really do want to make sure that they are checking a broader scope, especially now um, people with the pandemic are looking for work. So people are relocating. So you want to make sure that um, the safety is in place. Um, and I am proud to say that Home Instead, that has never been an issue. Uh, not only do we do those professional levels and we are licensed and bonded, um, we have registered nurses on staff um, and we have uh, best practices in place. So for example, if we thought a caregiver was potentially exposed or had a symptom, what have you, we make sure we um, would quarantine them and get them tested and things of that nature. We are very fortunate ever since the pandemic initially started last year, we have not had a single case of transmission of COVID from a caregiver to a client, not one. Um, and that is because of our PPEs and our safety measures in place. Because not only when we come in your home, not only are we there to take care of you, but we take care of our staff. Um, you know, if it's like they say on the airplane, you have to put your own mask on before you do the child. You know, we make sure our caregivers are healthy. They have the tools they need to help you be at home safely. So if someone has had uh, an older relative that they have um, been talking to on the phone and maybe doing FaceTime, but they're thinking that they themselves may not meet all of these criteria because of whatever work they have. And they wanted to bring a caregiver into the home and they know the level of um, care that's needed, basically, you know, the lawn, maybe helping with the laundry and the meals kind of thing. And they get the list from ServiceLink and they call uh, someone like you. Yeah. What's the next step? 
that a family encounters? Sure. So we do an initial phone assessment to kind of go over the needs to make sure we really are appropriate. And we would talk about um, pricing and policies, things of that nature. One question you always want to ask when you do start contacting agencies in addition to the background is um, what are your minimums? You know, at home instead, we only do one three-hour shift once a week is our minimum. But I'm telling you, a lot of home cares, they might say 12 hours a week. Um, now, if you need that, that's great. But there's also financial, you know, reasons. Um, and maybe you just don't need a schedule that large. So please know that different agencies do have different minimum hours. Um, most home cares do require a deposit of some type. Um, unless, of course, you are covered under a grant or uh, CFI, the Medicaid, and certainly Medicare would also, through the BNA, wouldn't have to provide a deposit. Um, so you would do a phone call, they would pre-screen to kind of make sure we are appropriate, because every once in a while, someone will say, I need you to, um, I need someone to come and clean all my windows and snow blow the driveway, and <laughs> that's not what we do. Um, so we do have to kind of redirect them when I get those calls, which I get every day, and that's okay. Um, but if appropriate, we would do a COVID pre-screening um, questionnaire, and then we'd schedule a time to come out to the home to do a consultation. At home instead, we do not charge a fee for that. Some other agencies do, so that's something you'd want to ask. If you're not comfortable doing an in-person consultation because you're still kind of dipping your toe, we can always do a virtual consultation uh, through Zoom or a Google Duo app or iPhone, FaceTime. Um, so if you really just want to get info. It's important to still do the virtual because we need to put eyes on your loved one to assess their mobility, but we're also looking for the home environment. Sometimes people will say, I want, you know, mom to have help with a shower and I get there and mom's, you know, four foot 10 in the bathtub is like, you know, a three foot step to get over. So then before we'd even start, we talk to them about setting it up safely, maybe having a slide bench, putting bars in, um, you know, you want to make sure that the agency like Home Instead would come in and provide the tools. If someone just yeses you, that's always a red flag. Someone says, yes, yes, we can do it, we can do it. Pump the brakes um, because a real professional would know that you need tools to be successful. Um, and you want your mom to be safe because what will happen in those cases, sometimes a home care agency might come in and automatically do a sponge bath. But if you know your mom wants a shower, that makes a big difference, you know. Um, so if you, so you would first call, do the vetting process, do a COVID pre-screening to find out if you've potentially been exposed, what level of PPE we would require. Then we would do a consultation. Not only are we looking for the tools in the home, we wanna assess your loved one's mobility um, to see are they safe with one person? Do they have a Hoyer lift? Do they require two people to transfer? Um, and then from there, services with most, with home instead, we usually start within two to three business days depending on what's going on, it potentially can take up to a week, depending on your unique needs. So for our listeners, you're listening to Successful Aging, the podcast from the Nashua Senior Center. I'm Judy Porter, the development director. I am the host. Uh, and this is Jamie Thurston, the chief business development uh, officer from Homestead Senior Care. We are discussing the different levels of home care and that for family members out there, you shouldn't be intimidated because within the spectrum of home care, there are so many different levels 
So if all you need is a little bit of light cleaning or sponge bath, right up to uh, helping people with all kinds of medical needs at home, there are a variety of services. And I think that many people don't know that and that they may be a little intimidated by, uh, it's kind of a black box issue, not knowing the cost, but where Home Instead comes in and does the evaluation and, and that's free, they can tell you, here's how much it's going to cost. And a three hour minimum is pretty amazing. That's, that's a great entry into home care. Yeah, so again, that is one of the tough questions because a lot of agencies, because of the demand of the pandemic, they have increased their schedule, but at home instead, we are local brand. We are, you know, close to the community and we identify that some people don't need more than one three-hour shift once a week. Um, I do want to kind of speak out to all the caregivers who are a little burnt out. What happens is sometimes your loved one needs 24-7 and people don't realize what that entails. That means if you want to go to the bathroom, you have to make sure your loved one's safe. Um, taking a shower, going, I had someone um, went to bring the mail in, their loved one went out the back door. Um, so that is a very real thing. And so even if you want to be the primary caregiver and you are 100% devoted, having a small shift, whether it's with Home Instead or someone else, can really give you that peace of mind because at some point you do need to go to the doctors yourself. You do need to um, have a mental health day, step out and get a coffee. Um, but I'm telling you, if you are doing 24 seven all by yourself, um, what happens is if you get burnt out or God forbid you as the primary and only caregiver get injured, then you're really up a creek because then it's and it always, and I don't know why Judy, but it's always Friday night when this happens. Um, the primary caregiver gets injured, is in the ER. They take your loved one to the ER because they're not safe to be alone. And then at 10 at night or two in the morning, you're calling saying, can you come out? And no one can come out at two in the morning on a Friday. Um, so it's better to have a plan in place, an agency you're comfortable with. So maybe we're there three hours once a week, but if you as a primary caregiver ever have your own medical needs or a personal thing, maybe a loved one's go, having a wedding and you wanna step out of town to see them, you wanna know that you, a company you're familiar with, that your loved one's familiar with, you know, usually we only come once a week for three hours, but this week they're gonna do an eight hour day. Um, and your loved one knows them and you feel safe, but um, please take care of yourselves because 24 seven is really, um, it wears thin on people and they don't realize how demanding it is. So don't feel guilty if you need a little break because it's nice for you to be just the spouse or the child, the friend, instead of always the caregiver. You know, sometimes it's nice just to visit them as yourself and not to take care of them, you know. Now, for the listeners out there who may be looking at um, starting a new career in home care, I, I want to uh -oh. be a, <laughs> I want to be a caregiver. Perhaps they've cared for a loved one who's no longer with us, and and they found it to be a rewarding experience. Is Home Instead hiring? We are hiring. We are always hiring. Um, we are both medical and non-medical. We are tending, trending in the medical direction just because the needs of our clients is really increasing. Um, but we are hiring both personal care attendants as well as licensed nursing aides. If you are someone who 
has only taken care of a loved one, but you really want to do this and it's something you enjoy, please reach out to us. We do education. We have registered nurses who do the training. Um, and we practice not only um, fall prevention, you know, how to take care of catheters and transfers in and out of beds. Um, there are so many different levels. And if you already have a natural talent or inclination for this, we certainly can foster that talent at home instead. And we have many caregivers who do this full time. Um, we do offer certain benefits for caregivers who are full time and they've been with the company. So home instead really takes care of their employees, which is why we do have a low attrition. Um, so yeah, if you are looking um, for a rewarding career, this is really the company to do it in. So what number would someone call if they're interested in becoming a caregiver? 603-816-6000. Now, is that the same number I would call if I'm interested in hiring home instead for my loved one? Absolutely. So that is the main phone number. Correct. And, and the website, what's the website for Home Instead? www.homeinstead.com backslash 453. So that's the, the Nashua Portsmouth location yes. for Home Instead. Correct. <coughs> Excuse me on that. Um, so I think that our listeners have gotten really introduced to so many different levels of home care. And when you're dealing with an agency, a local agency, it's very different than dealing with perhaps a caregiver that you would hire from a website online. Mm -hmm. um, because you know all of these things, you know the various agencies within Nashua and the greater Nashua area have very good reputations. They've been around for a long time. So there is safety in knowing that. There are resources, you are not alone. And uh, Nashville, we are a tight-knit community. If for some reason, um, another agency isn't able to take care of a loved one, they will reach out to Home Instead and we will help as well. We really are a community. Um, if Home Instead is the right fit for your family, we're here for you. But if another agency works out, that's okay too. Um, we just want you to know that there are resources um, and please do not wait till crisis. Do not wait till an injury occurs. Um, you know, you wanna stay at your home safely and we want you to have that independence and maybe just having someone in there on a small scale will make a huge difference in the long run. And I think that that's important for our listeners to know that all of the truly um, reputable long-term care agencies within the community, all of their business development people and owners know one another. We network together, everyone in senior care, it is one big community and we will reach out to one another for information and for help. We all have a story. I got into this because my grandmother had Parkinson's when I was a kid and I took care of her. Um, although my, my mother did help, I will say that because I was <laughs> uh, that was really my introduction. I really enjoyed um, uh, her stories. You know, some people think of elderly people, they think they're old and they don't have much to add. But even, even as a child, I knew they were just so knowledgeable and experienced and I wanted to um, hear their stories. and. Um, take care of them like they've taken care of our generation to return the favor, so. I think the whole concept of a home care agency within the past number of years has really blossomed. 
because it used to just be, oh, a family member would stop in and maybe do a little something for an elderly relative. But the whole concept that you could hire a reputable company that would treat your family member as if they were their family uh, has really reached a new level. And because, you know, Home Instead, we've been around for almost 18 years. We have so many tricks. I, I can't tell you, I went to one family, she's like, oh, taking the trash out is so hard. And then I explained, or, you know, why are you carrying a really large trash bag? Why not use smaller bags? Uh, you know, people are like, oh, I keep tripping. I'm like, well, let's roll up this rug. Let's just roll it up. Um, so sometimes just having that consultation and kind of talking about your situation, we can alleviate a lot of potential hazards from your life. It sounds simple, but people are creatures of habit. You've lived in your home for 30, 40 years and, you know, it's always been this way. But if it's starting to affect your health, then someone with fresh eyes can come in um, and give you some new ideas um, as far as keeping you safe. I had someone eating an issue and they were saying, well, I really like eggs. And I'm like, well, how about an omelet? They said, that's great. I said, I could throw veggies and meat in there. There we go. Um, you know, it sounds simple, but nutrition is really important. So if we can help people with their diet, these are things we're always looking for. And our brain's always running is we want to help people um, have a healthy lifestyle, whether it's their nutrition, their mental health. And, and the pandemic has really brought attention to how isolated seniors are. They were prior to the pandemic and now it's really been an issue. So even having the, the conversation with another adult is really beneficial uh, for people. You know, interaction is important, the companionship piece. Well, I would like to thank you for joining me this morning, Jamie. Jamie Thurston, Chief Business Officer from, from Home Instead Senior Care. What was the phone number if people want to reach you again? 603-816-6000. Thank you for listening to our podcast from the Nashua Senior Activity Center called Successful Aging. I'm Judy Porter, your host. Thank you, Jamie. And to our listeners, have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Successful Aging. Till next time, I'm Judy Porter saying, you may have to age, but you don't have to grow old.